Play analysis, Devin Nash be on the mic, so you know it's hella lit. Better plug your headphones in on Apple Podcasts, and we up on Spotify. Ooh, on Anchor too, no parachute, we so fly. We talking sports and music, what's the newest in that culture? Better stream, yeah, you better tune in. It ain't gonna cost ya. We talking sports and music, what's the newest? Got exclusives, yeah, we do this play by play. Follow the page, eh? If you don't know, don't worry about it. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Play-By-Play Analysis Podcast. It's your boy, Devin Nash, BSK, Play-By-Play. If you know, you know. If you don't know, don't worry about it. And this is the final episode of 2022. This is the New Year's edition. So... Naturally, we're just going to run it back. We're going to take a look at everything that happened this year. And what better way to do it than to do it with the Dean of Ignigance himself. Jamal, B1 Ignit University. What's going on, brother, man? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Jay Brown. Coming to you semi-live. We're here to talk about this year in review. Because it's been one of those. If you don't know what it's been, well then, we about to tell you. Exactly, exactly. It's been a crazy year regardless of personal lives, professional lives, the world. But obviously this here is not necessarily a sports podcast, but we defer to sports more times than not. So what better way to start the show than let's talk about it, man. The biggest stories in sports this year, man, it's, it's been a lot because you, you just got to start at the beginning, man. Because obviously, the biggest, it's, it's been a lot of big stories in sports. But obviously, to you, Jamal, which one, which ones kind of really took your attention, in your opinion? The biggest stories in the sports world to you? I mean, in the sports world here, I think it's pretty obvious, we have to say, with the Brett Favre situation, not him stealing money. Also, that we'll get to that in a little bit. But the biggest sports story of the year is the Brett Favre Tom Brady situation. Am I retired? Am I gonna retire? I'm unretired. Retirement lasted a whole four weeks. He spent a month with his kids and said, "Nah, I am good." So, yeah, that led him to be back in the NFL to where. If the NFC South was not as god-awful as it is, this man would have retired at the midway point. Exactly. This man said, fuck them kids and fuck my wife. He, he just, Tom Brady and Giselle, man, they're just walking away from that. And that bank account, that's crazy. And then, the thing is, his personal life was pretty squeaky damn clean. Before this year, I mean, yeah, you could say it's weird that he kisses his kids on the mouth at a certain age, but people hey, didn't know even know that he had a bastard child. People didn't even know that. Not nobody. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. I had no idea he had a child outside of his marriage. That shit crazy. You know, none of our business though. But like, yeah, no, that man really did all that. It's like, bro. Do you not, do you understand how terrible your kids got to be that you want to risk CTE 
just to go seven and nine or seven and ten or whatever at forty five years old. I mean, I don't even know if the kids are that bad or is it. Hey, this is the first time I've had to be a full time dad. Yeah, this shit crazy. This shit is wild. And what's crazier is he doesn't have any plans of retiring soon, at least publicly. He talking about talking about playing next year. You're gonna be forty six. You're forty six. Like, yo, what are you doing? Walk away. You're forty six, Tom. This man has elaborate bullshit ideas every day. Oh, I should play for the Raiders. No, no, you shouldn't. The sky is falling in Vegas. Can you imagine Tom Brady in Sin City? He actually might go undefeated there. Just living in sin. Just sin it. You know? This is really Taking crazy. Taking Devontae Adams with it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now, I'm going to go into that. You mentioned Brett Favre because he thinks we forgot. Obviously, Brett Favre stealing from poor people. You know? I mean, in broad daylight. You know, there's Robin Hood and then there's Hood Robin. You know? <laughs> With zero repercussion at that, the man is facing no no jail time, not even a stern talking to. To say he got a slap on the wrist would be an insult to slaps on the wrist everywhere. Exactly, man. I mean, at least now. I mean, I don't know what's going on. There's just no movement on that. Like, it's just been day quiet from everybody involved. It's crazy. <clears throat> it's mad crazy. But look, but look at every t- every moment we get in. If they even mention the Packers or Brett Favre, I'm gonna pull a, a brother nature and comment. You think we forgot? You think we forgot? It's crazy. But I to- like I told you weeks ago. Anybody that's selfish enough to pull off that pass that he threw in the 20 2009 NFC Championship should have known that that's a nigga that steals from people, whether it's poor, rich, Absolutely. or whoever. That shit made no kind of sense back then. Even the, the why didn't he just take a knee? He could have taken a knee. Like that dude was fed up. Like if you steal an opportunity from Adrian Peterson, God knows what else you're stealing. You know, from the poorest people in the nation, God knows what you stealing. Right. You know, like that story is just really crazy to think about some of the things they were paying for. I'm like, bro, you were using welfare money. Going on lavish trips, funding somebody else's crack addiction or whatever it was. You out here paying for a, a, a horse ranch for somebody, a volleyball stadium. <laughs> but niggas can't even buy name brand food with food stamps. Like, first of all, niggas can't buy Fruit Loops. They buy Tootie Fruities. And, hell, because it's Mississippi and they 50th in education, they probably can't even spell Tutti Fruity. You know, that sounds like some homophobic ass shit. Like, yo, that shit crazy. Like, you ain't buying Lucky Charms. You buying Lucky li- Lucky Lagoons or whatever. You know, you buying... Honestly, Lucky Charms sounds like the most LGBTQ, uh, positive, friendly uh, cereal there is. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Fruit Loop sounds actually kind of homophobic. That's like, hey, your boy, Fruit Loop, like that. That you know, Frosted I, I Flakes sounds just, really wild too. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes just sounds dirty. Oh, you Frosted Flakes. It, it sounds like slang. Like, oh, you're you're sensitive. You little frosty ass. Like you know something. I don't know. I just know if someone called me a Fruit Loop in argument, I would say, 
I don't know what that means, but I feel disrespected. We gotta fight. You know, depending on who it is. Didn't your mom have an abortion? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know. Not bite back. It's like, I wouldn't do that personally, but you know, I can see it's just wild shit. It's like, be careful who you're going at because they'll come back. You know, but yeah, you know, speaking of, you know, it's just crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, sports was sports was really wild just for a number of reasons. I mean, you know, we talk about Brett Favre. We talk about Tom Brady. You know, Aaron Rodgers popping Percocets. Um, just a crazy, crazy thing. You know, Matthew Stafford finally winning the Super Bowl at the end of last year. You know, like <laughs> it happened in this calendar year, technically. And then to go from winning a Super Bowl to completely being in the lottery that you don't even have. Like, it, it goes to show you that, you know, if them picks is fine when it happens. But then when the dust settles and everything is clear, it's like, okay, we really did say FM picks. And you know what's crazy? is like I knew that I figured it would wait a couple years down the line because the, the way they were going about things like that, that fall was going to come. I didn't think it would be as swift. Like I figured they'd get like a couple years of a window and then they would fall off the map. Because, but I didn't figure all them picks would catch up that fast. And you know, almost immediately... After the Super Bowl, they were talking about, hey, Aaron Donald could retire right now. Uh, Cooper Cup just won the Triple Crown. He don't really know how he feel it. Sean McVay. Oh, I would have said, that's complete bullshit. Aaron Donald going to be back. What is y'all talking about? Now, if someone were to tell me, hey, Aaron Donald say he might not come back next year, I'd be like, yeah, he got a valid-ass point. Well, I mean, considering Aaron Donald... It would have made sense. I mean, considering J.J. Watt, who... I mean, you, the three greatest defensive players of our generation, Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, and Von Miller, I think. In that order. And it's like, J.J. Watt is walking away. Von Miller's got Von an ACL tear. And, two years. Realistically, Von Miller got two years left. And it's like, what else does he have to prove? He's won two Super Bowls. He's probably the greatest sack artist ever. He could possibly win a third if Buffalo makes a run this year. Like, I wouldn't even buy. It's like, what else would he have to prove in Von Miller's case? And then Aaron Donald. Like, you know, that the three of them. All in the same draft, I believe, too, which is kind of funny. That, that 2011 draft class is one of the greatest ever. Donald actually came later. But still, like... Greatest draft class ever. But, yeah, that, shit, that shit's crazy, you know? But, honestly, I think one of the biggest stories in sports that we haven't even talked Oh, wow. That's crazy. Mm. One of the biggest stories that I don't think we talked about, because obviously Brett Favre is the worst that Mississippi had to show. But on the other side of the state, you know, down in the city of Jackson... There was a revolution brewing. There was a movement brewing. You know, a man named Deion Sanders, a.k.a. Coach Prime, Prime Time, restored a program. It was in his year three of restoring the program. They went undefeated. They were beating the brakes off people. You had all type of celebrities showing up to their games. Rick Ross, Snoop Dogg, uh, 
T.O. Like, just hella people. Des Bryant. Like, it's just people you would see, you know, rappers and stuff that were there. Like, it just, it was a movement, bro. The energy around HBCU football in 2022 is just something I will always remember as a graduate of Morgan. It's just something I've never seen in in, the, in in a long time. It was great to witness. Look, I I have been very vocal about the fact I have never been the biggest Deion Sanders fan for for personal reasons that we don't get need to get into that. But what has happened in Jackson State over the last few years, and especially in the in twenty twenty two, is nothing short of amazing uh, to see. All to see all of these people invested at least their time into this program, into HBCU sports, finally getting some kind of national spotlight that's outside of the horrible production of the early 2000s that was BET posting them. <laughs> um, it, it just makes you feel good to know that, all right, these, this is still a Division I program getting treated like a Division I program right. and getting some of the notoriety that it's supposed to get. And Coach Prime, you know, there may have been a few questions of, oh, can he coach at this level? Can he this and that? Hey, he proved he can win. He did it right off the bat. Can can he recruit? He did it right off the bat. Exactly. Can he bring attention? He he far exceeded my expectations. Like, even for a guy as great as Deion Sanders, we've seen big names try to come into – whether it's HBCUs or FCS programs or anywhere in general, and it hasn't always worked out. Like we saw Doug Williams at Grambling, and that was a was a dumpster fire. We we like you know at the at the higher levels at the P5 level, we've seen plenty of former players try to come back and revive their universities. You know Scott Frost, you know biggest Scott Frost hater out here is me. You know we've we've seen it happen, and it just hasn't worked out. Dion. Walked in and immediately, I mean, maybe not immediately. That first year was COVID, so we don't really count it. But, like, basically immediately revived a program that had been desolate for almost 20, 25 years. And it was a historic program, too. It had a lot of proud history. Like, a lot of people. This is the most I've paid attention to anything in the state of Mississippi since... Ever. Ever. <laughs> it's Ever. like, yeah. you know, and it's, look, it's crazy. I think the most impressive thing about what Dion has did isn't just the notoriety he brought, but it's the notoriety he brought to a school that is not part of the quote-unquote HBCU elite. Now, we, we all know. That's the thing. Black people don't look at me like that when I say HBCU. You know who I'm talking you about. Know all you know damn well. As a native of Washington, D.C., with many family members who graduated from Howard University, I know exactly what you're talking about. Y'all know how y'all do Howard and Spelman and Morehouse. All the ones on the East Coast where you act so superior to every other HBC. Get all the money. All the money from all these celebrities and sources seem to go to the same four five schools. But I'm glad that he chose... Jackson State instead of a Howard instead of a Morehouse just because hey other there are other HBCUs that exist and other ones that have tradition outside of these ones directly on the East Coast that deserve some love and also it's not just him you look at what Chris Paul has been doing it's the same thing with him he's been spreading the wealth 
like that Why Not Us series that he helped start. You know, this HBCU classic that they do at the NBA thing now. Like, getting his degree from Winston-Salem. Like, I mean, he's been spreading wealth to all the smaller schools, too. It's not, Howard and them, which we love. We love Howard. Howard's a great school. You know, um, Morehouse and Spelman are great schools. Some of the finest women in America at all three of those schools. Well, two, because Morehouse is men. But, yeah. Other schools out there. There are plenty of other schools out there. And and it wasn't just notoriety. Like, Dion was putting his money where his mouth was. Like, he got... Quite this, literally. He used his connections to get them a brand new practice field and track. You know, he got brand new locker rooms and facilities. Um, you know, they, they got brand new uniforms. You know, all these things. That make them to the point that even when he's long gone, you're seeing anybody who's paying attention to Jackson State's recruiting class right now, they might three peak. <laughs> it's like, yo, they are going to be just fine even without him, which is why it's always funny to see people try to call him a sellout and all this other stuff. It's like, it just ain't the world we live in no more where people stay for 20 years in one place. You know, it just ain't that. Unless it's somewhere like Alabama or Ohio State. And even there, you know. Even see when people talk about you a sellout and this and that, they just they make themselves sound dumb for the simple fact we all agree this capitalist society you got to get your money while you can. But the second someone is going to get their money, you act like nah, you should have stayed with us. You should have been for the people. No, no, no. If you had the chance to get a two three million dollar raise, would you not take it? Absolutely. Would you take it? Absolutely. You, you wouldn't even hesitate. You wouldn't even think about it. So why are we questioning other people who are taking a two, three million dollar dollar raise with better conditions, better support, and all around, it's just an easier job. Captain Scully, you want an easier job with more money? Absolutely. Please. Please. Absolutely. Pay me more to do less, please. Yes. And and then the other thing on top of that is like I think some of the people that and I think this is where some of the like ill feelings and jealousy came from. In some cases jealousy. A lot of the coaches at HBCU level, even if they're really damn qualified, some of them will never make it out. You know, and and that's and that's, that's what that's what that part of it is. Like Dion is one of the first ones to get a chance to actually like go to the next level because of who he is. And I think that's one of the things people were saying when the whole he ain't swag stuff came out. Is that like he didn't get it out the mud. You know, and, and a lot of them will never get higher opportunities. Like a lot of them are probably unless Dion pulls them up with him or unless some other black coach comes along and pulls them up, like an Ed Reed, it just won't a lot of them, the reason that they are loyal, quote unquote, and haven't left is because they didn't, never got asked to. Never got the chance to. And, and that's really all it is. Because everybody can say this and that until the opportunity presents itself. Right. It's like, oh, it's yeah. So, it's so easy to say, yeah, I wouldn't do this and that. You ain't ever been offered this and that. Right. Like when the dude when they when they asked Eddie Robinson like what it means to who is how would you describe someone who's swag and then he started going down the whole thing of oh you know like it's guys who 
you know, you, you go in the shoe bin and pull out the two shoes you can find. You would have to go to the bottom of the bin to pull them out. At that point, I immediately knew this get, get getting it out the mud. That's what he meant. Like, these are dudes who have been entirely swacked. They're probably never going to get an opportunity at the P5 level. And the fact that Dion can just walk in, immediately be good, and then just roll out doesn't sit right with them because it's the fact they have paid their dues and haven't gotten those opportunities. That's what I boiled it down to. And then I remember I read something on it where somebody was talking about that. And, and look, I, I get that sentiment. I understand your frustration when they talk about that. But you also got to understand, sometimes your struggle is for someone else's benefit. Yeah. So not, not just Deion Sanders specifically, but for the coaches who will come after you. Because now, Deion, if Deion Sanders proves he you can win at Jackson State, and if he proves that he can win at the next level of Colorado, will the next HBCU coach who has a decent amount of success will be able to move up to the power rink. They will be able to move up somewhere and show their show their skill and show their uh, resources and show what they can do when they're given the same opportunity as a, as a Nick Saban, as a Matt Brown, as a Jimbo Fisher, or whoever. Now, we're not going to sit here and pretend that Colorado got Alabama money, but we also not going to sit here and pretend they, they don't. They might. So, no, no, they don't. They don't. No, but we also not going to pretend that Jackson State got Colorado money. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, we're not going to do that. And then on top of all that, there is a movement that is already in place. Like, I think it was in place even before Dion, but he's going to be the one to get the credit for it. We saw Dion go to Jackson. We saw Eddie George go to Tennessee State. Hugh Jackson at Grambling. And now, right at the end of 2022, look what happens now. Ed Reed is at Bethune-Cookman. Like, something's bubbling. You know, now hopefully, and Ed Reed is right up there with Dion in terms of, like, you would think most kids know who he is because most of us actually watch him play. You know? So, you wonder if he can at least do half of what Dion did. And I think the other thing, I think Dion set the bar so high that... Even if you do decent, if you don't like just blow it out the water the way he did, I think a lot of people are going to look at it as a failure. But I don't know. We'll see what Edry can do, though. I mean, that, that's what all we gotta, that, that is something we are going to have to let people know. We're going to have to let the public understand that, hey, everybody is not Jackson State and Deion Sanders. Everything doesn't come overnight. Some things are our progress, our process. Just like, just like you got to understand, is Ohio State a great program? Absolutely. Are they Alabama over the last 10 years? Yes. Absolutely not. But you, who else is Alabama over the last 10 years? Nobody. Clinton. And it's okay. <laughs> it's like, no, Ohio State actually has kind of been up there. Like they, they don't have the championships, but like it's Ohio State. I mean, and that's what I mean. Just because you're not a just because you're not the absolute best does not mean you're not really damn good. Right, right. And with all of that being said, man, it's been great. It's been great. It's been great. Now, we will move on a little bit. We're going to get into sports a little bit more later. Um, but obviously, outside of the sports world, a lot of other shit was going on in 2022. And we know this for a fact. Obviously, one of the biggest stories of the year 
Why don't white crime? I'm talking Russia versus Ukraine. You know, this this shit is crazy. This shit's been everywhere. You know, like everywhere you turn, everywhere you drive, you see a blue and yellow flag. I ain't know so many people were Ukrainian until that shit happened. You know, like shit was crazy. I I'll I'll say some things. Look, I'm not gonna say I don't care about Ukraine because you know what? I don't like any country invading another. No, no matter how fucking uh, they want to put it. Nah, you invaded somebody in the 21st century. That does not happen too fucking often. In Europe. And all the people... You're, uh, yeah, in Europe, that don't happen too often. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. And, 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 people are fake, are fake caring. Yeah, you didn't give a fuck that you was Ukrainian before it is. First of all, half of y'all can I know you can't. I've talked to a lot of y'all. Y'all know shit is on this planet. Niggas can't and get look, Ukraine out on the map. And you know what? Because damn it, Russia can catch these hands too. Because summer of 2022, I almost saw gas go up to five dollars a gallon, and they was they was about to see me. Fuck them people. Fuck Vladimir Putin. Fuck that nigga, bro. Nigga, fuck that I bitch. <laughs> I may not be the most politically knowledgeable, but I can say. Fuck whoever's making my gas prices go up. And that was a big fucking part of that it. Was not the only joke. part. Not the only part, because stupid people, presidents do not control the gas prices. They Other don't. external things like war do. Now, the other thing I will say about the Ukraine shit, about, to, to the line of people fake caring, this is the part that was killing me. Like, like you said. Most people can't point Ukraine out on a map, but they talk about staying with Ukraine. Where exactly are we standing, brother? <laughs> you know, that's that's my question. First of all, you know, where exactly do you think we're supposed to stand? Show me where we're standing on the map. Talking about staying with Ukraine. Where are we standing at? Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, <laughs> then the other part that kills me is, no pun intended, is... Um, the whole thing, the, the 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 coverage surrounding it, just made me a little like pissed off because like, oh, you know, the country's been invaded and now you have all these refugees and people running from the war, and everybody is like, oh, we feel so bad for them, and they they it feels like we're looking at our own kids and children. There's a lot of dog whistling. Because when y'all's bombing black and brown countries and all those people want to run over here, all of a sudden it's, oh, there's too many of them over here. You know, we got to curb the immigration and we got to shut down borders and build these walls. But when these blonde haired blue eyed people get in their country invaded, all of a sudden it's, well, it's like looking at us. Hold on. No, no, no. You got it backwards. It's when white people are invaded by other white people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it specifically yeah, allow, allow me allow me to break down all the world history in this one simple sentence. These white men are dangerous. There you go. These crackers are crazy. These crackers be cracker. You know, this shit crazy. It's like, like I said though. Yeah, like you said, and specifically of all the white countries, specifically Russia, because everybody hates Russia. Don't nobody fuck with Putin. The only, the only people who fuck with Russia is China. 
and you know us and China got our own thing going but China don't really want to fuck with us because they know they ain't never gonna get their money back if they don't right and and in Belarus but don't nobody give a fuck about that <laughs> it's like yeah but it's like like I said niggas is bombing Somalia and and you know installing dictators in in South America and when those people come over it's like oh no no absolutely the fuck not you know when Israel is fucking up Palestinians and run, running them off their land it wasn't no boycotts people try BDS and y'all talk them crazy <laughs> hey we, we, we've been blowing up shit in the Middle East since I was a child right ain't nobody boycotting the US all the, all the, all the casualties of war that they're responsible for now, granted, nobody, nobody really can. But that's that's also not the point. I mean, yes, but like, yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, no, good versus evil. No, nigga, no, no, no. Everybody's evil. <laughs> All of you self-righteous European countries. Which is why in the World Cup, we root for everyone who's not a colonizer. Right, except France. You know, hey. even though they pillaging from Africa in a different way, but you know. And you know, I, I got, I got, I got to I got to root for Germany because they they are the homeland of Adidas. But that's it. That's it. All the European countries to not root for. <laughs> Germany would be the easiest one to avoid. Yes, but Germany has sat down and shut the fuck up since World War Two. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Well. We're, not we're, quite. we're not excusing We're not excusing anything But for the most part they sit down and shut the fuck up Not quite I mean if you look at you know, Remember when they split down the middle and you had East Germany and West Germany and the whole communism and we're, we're not counting that I count that as part of World War 2 Yeah that's true Yeah, I mean, But that was like 30 years after The wall didn't come down until like 89 Anyway we're not history majors here I mean I love history but you know We're, we're not but I but Germany still—that was still a Germany issue. That was they, a they Germany issue. Spread yeah. that shit else. That's but, more white yeah, people on white people shit. That, that's white people dealing with white people problems. Hey, that's white people business. They ain't got nothing right. to do with it. <laughs> Why are you over here in white men's business? All right, stay over there. You, you know what, Connor? You're absolutely you're right. absolutely right. Y'all, y'all deal with y'all people over there. Y'all do what y'all got. To do. <laughs> that shit was crazy. That shit was crazy. You know. You know what else is crazy? This world got a lot of crazy shit going on. Just a lot of crazy shit. We talk about Jackson State on the field, but in the city of Jackson, how do you have three different water crises in one year? You know, this is the type of shit I'm talking about. You got Brett Favre paying for volleyball things with welfare, and these niggas don't even got clean water to drink in Jackson, bro. You know? You, you know, of the many situations where you, should, where you could say, hold my beer, saying that to Flint, Michigan should not be one of them. Right, hold my beer. I know you can't even drink it because it's got lead in it. Well, you, and this another reason for the on the one to dip for the city infrastructure again. The state of Mississippi, which is consistently the bottom three of the United States, and in money, damn near everything, in everything basically except food, because you know you below that Mason Dixon line, you can make some fucking food. Right, but. Taste all the oppression. Why, why would you want to do that? And the, it's not even the fact that Jackson as a city went through that. It's the fact Jackson as a city went through that, and they're the capital of the state with an eighty percent black population. Like 
Captain Scully, being from the Maryland area, from the DMV, you know a lot of shit happens in Baltimore. Yep. You know a lot of shit happens in the DMV. Yep. But you know damn well they would not let that shit happen in Annapolis. Sure the fuck would not. They absolutely would. Nope. Nope. Damn. Hey, bet you didn't know I knew the capital of that state, huh? Yeah. I would hope I'm you educated. Would. <laughs> shit. Shit, there's people in Maryland that don't know that. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I feel that. I feel that. You see, I see you out here, Noah. There's people that think the capital of Texas is Dallas, is um, Houston. I, I mean, how technical you want me to get? Okay, the, the, the American capital, not the Negro capital. Well, the original capital of Texas is Houston, but they moved that bitch to Austin to be more, more in the middle. Exactly, and that, that's the point. People don't know that. That's, that's what yeah, we're getting at. Yeah, yeah, people don't know Austin is the capital. No, people they with don't. their whole heart will say, hey, Houston is the capital. Like, not even knowing the history or anything. They just think that Houston's the capital. They just pick the biggest city. And they're like, that's the capital. Like, people think Los Angeles the- is the capital of California. Like, sit your dumb ass down. I'm about to say, if you think the capital of, of Cali is L.A., shut your ass up. Sit your dumb ass down. <laughs> like, yo. And it's not San Diego either. You better... It Central is nowhere dumb in ass down. Cal. It's Southern Cal is not your, all of California. Shut your ass up, A.A. Ron. Right. Balake. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Anyway. You would do nice. Shut up. Yeah. Learn your capitals. That's the other part of, you know, why are we talking about history and whatnot? All these damn cities and states trying to ban the teaching of accurate history. And education. You barely teach education as it is. Most of these niggas come out of school. Bush should have left a lot of y'all niggas behind, really. You know, a lot of y'all niggas should have been left behind. Should have left so many of you niggas behind. And the crazy thing about that is, we've been saying for years, our education system needs needs a new format. It needs to be rehauled. It needs to be rebooted. And they said, yes. Because you niggas keep trying to cut shit out. They said that. We're going to rehaul and reboot it. But that's not what we were talking about. We didn't mean it like that. We meant actually teach stuff. Y'all already don't teach shit as it is. Now you're teaching even less of the shit that you don't teach. How does that make sense? Trying to say, you're trying to indoctrinate our children. First of all, your baby is foe. He can't spell indoctrinate. You can't spell indoctrinate. And you're 42. And you can't spell indoctrinate. First of all, you 42 and still believe everything you see on Facebook. Maybe your baby need to be indoctrinated into something else that you can't teach. Our kids need, they're trying to indoctrinate our kids. You mean teach them? <laughs> I'm a homeschool my kids. First of all, my nigga, you they have barely no average in high school. Yeah. Uh, you can't teach shit. Nigga can't even. <laughs> yeah, shit. What you gonna teach them? My favorite. <laughs> My favorite thing about when dudes say that, especially when it's people I know, I'm like, first of all, you copied off me in class. You don't get to say I don't know something or I don't understand nothing. You don't you understand, nigga. You don't I either. sat next to you. It's like no cap, bro, and no gown either. <laughs> like, yeah, no, bro. No task. Nigga, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. That's why you copied off me in class. That's the problem now, nigga. Like, he was wrong with you. You know, that's how we get niggas like Kanye West. It's just, you know, it's like, bro, come on. Come on. Come on. Just another, 
just another example of and shut the nigga. fuck up. Respectfully, shut the fuck up. No, 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 no. Disrespectfully. The first time, it's respectfully. Everything after that is so disrespectfully shut the fuck up. Yeah, please. Shut all the way up. You know? It's just, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, and, and that's just in the U.S. I don't even know what else is going on around the rest of the world. It's just shit going on everywhere you turn. You got damn, we mentioned Ukraine. I mean, it's just, just so much other stuff. Like, you know, what stuff stood out to you this year, man? It just feels like such a long year this year in the world. It, it, I don't know. Everything feels like it happens so takes so long but goes by so fast we had one of the biggest shit shows in the world at one of the biggest world events possible in the world cup uh the country of qatar has all the money in the world but you would not be able to tell by the fucking show that they put on they had slave labor they had dudes dying for these stadiums all to get knocked out in the first round we said we wasn't gonna be we was gonna get to the sports later but this Human rights violation of the of the country of Qatar is dang crazy. It is. It, they didn't even get knocked out in the first round, nigga. They didn't make it out of game two. They these niggas lost by a combined score of something like eight to eight to two, six to two, something like that, bro. Qatar ain't never had no history of soccer. You know. Then they out here having modern day slavery to build these stadiums in one of the richest countries in the world per capita. In a country the size of Connecticut. Because that oil money, it talked. It talked. It screamed. It yelled. It, and it was yelling. They gave millions in bribes to make that thing happen. That shit was crazy. And the shit, it was a shit show from start to finish. It wasn't until one of the greatest World Cup finals in history that it actually felt like a real tournament. Every, everything before that was just like, what is going on? You got Saudi Arabia beating uh, Argentina. <laughs> you got Brazil collapsing against Croatia. You got... It's just, it was a mess. I mean, but the great finish though. But that's the thing. It took... It took one of the greatest World Cup finals of all time for us to forget at least a little bit about the bullshit they went through of Having one of having the world's largest uh, sporting event with no alcohol, and then had the nerve to get mad when you told them at the last second. By the way, because you agreed when you got the bid, yeah, we could sell alcohol. Hell no, we ain't doing that. Yeah, we ain't doing no. that. You should have known what country you was in. You should have known what country you was in. That was never gonna fly. Yes, but they also agreed to it. And how many times they they pulled the okie doke on FIFA? I'm cool with that. Anytime you can get one over on FIFA, I'm cool with it because that is a corrupt organization. They might be worse than the NCAA. Them niggas are that, tar- horrible. That doesn't make what you do better. Just be that. That's like just because uh, Lex Luthor is evil, but Doctor Doom got over. That doesn't make Doctor Doom good. No, it doesn't make him good, but it, it's funny to see it happen. It's like ha ha, nigga. Now you see how it feels, you bitch ass nigga. Like that's 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 what that People is. still corrupt as hell, but yeah. that's not the Bro, that speech that they tried to give this nigga tried to compare <laughs> discrimination against gay people to having red hair. <laughs> it's like I got made fun of for my hair. Nigga, what? <laughs> so you ginger sexual now? Is that what you saying? You, you just out here 
Like, get out of my face, bro. Do we you don't even have hair anymore. Are we adding a G, another G to LGBTQ? Yeah, LGBTQ. LG square BTQ? They already adding letters every other day, so I mean, we might as well add another G. I mean, at this point, I identify as a whale, so I don't give a fuck about none of that. Right, you, 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 you whale queer out here. You weird. We're weird. <laughs> or we're a quail. Are you a quail? No, that's we're taken. That's we're, taken. We're weird. A quail is a bird. Yeah. <laughs> no quail. Oh, speaking of birds, that's that's what happened this year. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest bird app in the biggest bird on the internet. You know, Elon Musk is is a despicable human being. You know, he's a terrible person. I mean, he was a terrible person before this year. For anybody that knows him. But like he's a really nasty individual. To take over Twitter and completely run it into the ground. In a matter of weeks. Weeks. <laughs> in weeks. It's like, bro, this app was created in what, 2007? 2006? So. Something like that. An app. I don't understand that. How is it that movements and progress that takes years to accomplish can be just completely dismantled in minutes? Whether it's movements against racism, whether it's just technology advancements, whether it's any of that. These evil people come in and just dismantle shit within minutes. I mean, hey. Metaphorical minutes. It takes so many good grades to raise, so many good assignments to raise your grade in a class, but it only takes one bad one to fuck it over. And I know that all too well. You miss one test and spend the whole semester trying to get your grade up again. Hey, look. Look, I'm just trying to say the math don't matter. Why one? Why getting a hundred on a test is so much harder than getting a zero on a test? Why weigh on your grade so much harder? I'm just, I'm you just know, trying to pull it. I blame Boom. Just trying to. This is that credit score math. It's got to be that credit score math. You know, it's, it's got to be. So with that being said, it's like you know he took over the app, and then it's like okay, first of all, there were things of like oh they were going to charge people to. To uh to get blue checks, then they were gonna say blue check doesn't verify anything, and then people were hilarious and started making parody accounts of like politicians, and he immediately put a stop to that. Like somebody was George Bush and said, "I miss bombing Iraqis," and I'm like, "Whoa, hey yo, he right though, but yo." You know, and he immediately put a stop to that. As soon as that shit happened, he was like, no, all right, let's just go back to the regular system. See, that's how I know he didn't do no research into his purchase. He was just willing to buy because he could. What he did not understand is Twitter is full of niggas like me who will gladly give you $8 for a month to be as ignorant as possible with a fucking blue check. And it was just hilarious because it was like, that happened, and then it, it would be stuff like, <laughs> he'd be like, free speech, but then he started banning journalists. Like, wait a minute. Free, what, 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 what was your definition of free? You know? And that's just the stuff that he's doing to the users, let alone his staff. Who already hate his ass? Well, the ones that left. Yeah, that was the funniest thing ever. He said, "Look, he lo- he he took all these people in the room and said, either you get with it or get out.' And everybody got out. <laughs> it's like, bro, I've never seen a mass exodus 
like that on purpose. That felt so good to see. The fact that, the fact that some people were getting fired by memes in their email, like, damn! You know? And knowing Elon, I pro- he probably sent he is him, the real Doctor Who. He really is. He probably sent him that that uh, you know that meme of Donald Glover with the pizzas walking into his apartment on fire. I yep. bet you Elon was putting that in the group chats, just just because he's a troll, bro. Like like I said, you remember when he 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 made a um, poll like should I quit Twitter, and everybody said yes. I I'm still waiting because I don't get on the app anymore. But I'm I I can see him doing some shit where he. Post Leonardo DiCaprio from Wall Street, where he's like, "I'm not fucking leaving." I can see I'm him doing. I can see him doing some shit like that. And and I go back to the fact that he tried to back out of buying Twitter, and then Twitter sued him and forced him to buy them anyway. He tried so hard, and it, it almost makes you think Twitter asked for this, but nobody, nobody was going to ask for this. Nobody knew this was going to be. And this is just him getting his lick back. He's like, oh, I'm going to buy it. Okay, fine. I'm going to make sure, I'm going to make him wish I never did. But I got theories on why this is. Like a lot of people are trying to look at this through logical things of why would he do this? Why would he? And I'm like, look at it like this. He is a billionaire. Billionaires, and not just billionaires, but people in general. The internet is one of the easiest modes of communication. Like, whole movements have started. Black Lives Matter started on Twitter. You know, time's up. Me too. Uh, you know, boycotts. Like, all over the world. People in Hong Kong was protesting on George Floyd's behalf. Bro. Like, do you see how powerful the internet is? These people in power... Right. These people in power want to disrupt shit like that and even if it's just blatant stuff like this like just destroying an app for no reason just like no real reason but you're just destroying shit and look we we all know this nobody becomes a billionaire by good means right ain't no good ain't no billionaire ever earned all of their money some of it maybe but at a certain point you got to exploit some people to get a billion you get to a billion to, for people to understand how much money that if you spent a hundred thousand dollars a day as a billionaire, you would not live long enough to spend it. Like people, and it's still even me. Like it's still crazy to think how crazy of a gap between one million and one billion. Like people just really do not get it. It, and, and I don't even get it. Like, I can't even fathom it. Like, when somebody showed that, that diagram where they use rice to show the difference, and I'm just like, it's it just the sheer gap is crazy. And Elon Musk's billion in particular is his father owned a diamond mine in South Africa during apartheid. And for anybody that knows, apartheid South Africa. Apartheid South Africa. Anybody knows what the history of them diamond mines and what they were doing to people in them diamond mines like bro it was super segregated the black workers did the most dangerous jobs they couldn't you they were banned from unionizing they they couldn't make a lot of money a lot of them spent probably the whole spent the night there like long hours of their time there crazy hours shit like that like it was nasty i mean you don't have to hear it for us let's listen to what trevor no has to say about it trevor oh Oh, he, he didn't respond to us when we asked him to be on it. Hey, never mind, never mind. 
Right. Hey, I, you never know. I might know Trevor. It's worth a shot. I don't. But, um, <laughs> you know, that shit crazy. That shit, it's just really crazy. Fuck Elon Musk. You know, fuck billionaires all over the world, including your faves like Jay-Z and Beyonce. And I mean, according to, according to Tory Lanez, the lawyer and his dad, it's already fuck Jay-Z, Rock Nation, and Beyonce. Oh, yes, yes. We didn't even get to that. We didn't even get to that. We're going to get to that, too. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about him. That shit was funny. If you're a fan of Megan, that shit was funny. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, this shit's crazy. Now. Honestly, some of the some of the losses we suffered this year were kind of crazy to think about. You know, some of the people like just at the end of the year here, breaking news here, losing the greatest soccer player to ever walk planet Earth in Pele. You know, he passed away at age 82. It probably wasn't a super surprising thing for anybody that was following. I mean, he had had cancer for a couple of years now. He had been checked into like a hospital earlier this year he had had declining health like this was something we probably all kind of foresaw and just wasn't going to say anything until it actually happened but the only nigga ever to win three world cups yes it's extremely sad when anybody dies especially someone of his of his stature we're also not going to forget my dog was 82 82 is living a full-fledged life and he definitely lived a full life. I mean, this man lived through a military dictatorship. He lived through, like I said, he scored a world. He scored two goals in the World Cup at seventeen. Like, dude was cold. Dude was crazy. Pele <laughs> was probably the first black international super mega star. Like, yeah, Jesse Owens was huge when he went when he did what he did in Berlin in Germany. But the World Cup is such a big stage, even compared to the damn Olympics, depending on whatever sport you're watching. He was the first big major black athlete, especially non-black American, non-American black athlete, to just like take the world by storm to where people across the planet, whether they spoke English or ever saw a real black person in person. And to people to... For people to really understand how crazy Taylor was, the MLS as we know it probably would not exist without him. Like, he was one of the first people, like, that they brought over. This man was at the end of his career, like, in his late 30s, basically going to retire. He retired from international play, came to America to play for the New York Cosmos. This a country, this a country that couldn't give less of a fuck about soccer. And people were people were selling out crowd stadiums to see this dude play. Like, dude was intense. Like, my grandfather t- told me stories about how he would like take my dad to ride up to the ride the train up to New York to go see like Messi play, or um, Pele play. Like, and he was like in his late thirties, like clearly retired. He done everything, didn't have nothing left to prove. Like, that man was bad. That was a bad man. You know. And I remember the commercials that ESPN was running when David Beckham signed with the Galaxy when they're like he's coming he's here this was Beckham at the tail end of his career they right. don't give a, he didn't give a fuck about the MLS nor the Galaxy but he knows they'll pay him right and he got that money and now he owns a team in Miami <laughs> it's crazy 
And speaking of black icons that we lost this year, Bill Russell. You know, earlier in the year, man, we we lost some giants this year. You know, to talk when it comes you, to Bill Russell, quite literally. Yeah, we bet dude was tall. Man, he was tall as so hell. We mentioned Jesse Owens earlier, but we look at that that era of like not well, he wasn't in that era, but like we look at those athletes like Jesse Owens, Jackie Robinson, you know. Like Craig Hodges, Mahmoud Abdul-Rauf, like these guys who risked life and limb in some cases. John Carlos, Tommy Smith, like he was of that realm. Jim Brown, like Bill Russell was that dude. He was out here walking that walk, talking that talk. You know, we we know the stories about him and the things he endured in the city of Boston. Fuck Boston. Um, and, and not just not just visiting the city of Boston like some guys had to do like the Yankees players always talk about how how badly they're treated in Boston and hey they're white but we're talking about a dude who had to live in Boston for a good chunk of the year one them people he had he was spat on by the people who cheered for him to win at night they left shit in his bed bro somebody shat in his bed Won all them championships, and that's how. See, that's the type of shit I be talking about, bro. Like, can you imagine? That's just that's really a, a funny parallel universe to live in if you're white. Like, it's like, yeah, that nigger won. Oh, that nigger won. And, and the thing, the thing about Bill Russell, yes, he was outspoken, but Bill Russell was never violent. He was never for fuck them crackers. He was just, hey, I know what it is, and I don't put nothing past nobody. And he did a lot of crazy things. Like, a lot of people don't know. He integrated basketball in Mississippi by starting a basketball camp. Like, because KKK were, like, terrorizing people. And he, he started a basketball camp in Mississippi. You know, he did things like that. And this was, like, right after Megan Evers passed away. Or was killed. You know, he... I think there, there was, like, they tried... New Orleans tried to segregate some people during, like, an all-star game. And I think they boycotted it. Or threatened to boycott. Or no, it wasn't New Orleans. I can't remember if it was New Orleans or somewhere else. But they threatened to boycott an all-star game because they couldn't catch a cab. You know, like black players couldn't catch a cab. And so, you know, they, you know, bullying works. <laughs> you know? Bullying we don't learn nothing works. else. Bullying works. Like, Bill Russell that, really that is a goat. we can carry for any year. Bullying works. Right. Bill Russell's really the goat of goats. And then, of course, the first African-American NBA head coach to win a championship. A lot of people don't know that. Player coach. Player coach. So, yeah. Shout out to him. And rest in peace to him and to Pele, obviously, as well. And then, just some of the other people. You know, Mike Leach at the end of the year. You know, probably one of the most interesting interviews that any reporter can have. Like, and just based off everything they say. And we know what he said before. You know, like, it's a lot. Mike Leach is an interesting individual. Hey, if you needed quotables for whatever it is you were writing, Leach is going to give them to you. And you never know what he might say. say He would say some completely off-the-wall shit that you ain't never heard before. But if there's one thing that man knew how to do, it was score points and gain some yards. And put people in tool sheds. But he went. 
That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. But, but <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, that, I mean, shit. But, uh, what, yeah. When you bring up Mike Leach, we, we have to talk about our, our, our favorite white, easily top 10 favorite white person of all time. Who? R.I.P. to Betty White. Oh, Lord. Did she die this year? That was this year. Oh, well, yeah, when she turned 100 and she died, like, on the very first day of the year? No, I think she died, like, a week before turning 100. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2022. They had done, like, a magazine article about it. Yes, and then she died, like, a week later. Thank you for being a friend. Now all the golden girls are back together again. You know? Gotta love Betty White, too. She used to put on for black folks, too. You know, people gotta look her history up. And, and as old as Betty White is, she had every reason to be racist as hell. And, and nobody would have questioned it. But anyone who's born but literally before sliced bread, I would not I will not be shocked if you have if you have two hundred and seven racist bones in your body. She was I will literally the best thing since sliced bread. Literally. Quite That's where that phrase came from. I feel like it's where it came from. I don't know if that's truth, but I'm going to roll with it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think. It's some other people we lost. Like, just little things here and there. Like, little... We lost some some big names this year. I'm just trying to remember who else. Man, let me look this thing up. Because we, we out here looking crazy. Man, who else do you think of? I mean, let, let, I'm going down the list here. Aaron Carter at 34. We did lose Aaron Carter. We lost Aaron Carter, man. 34 years old. You know, he he mentioned he mentioned me on Twitter one time. He retweeted me. So I asked, yo, Aaron Carter still No, I said, if she don't remember Aaron Carter, she's too young. And he retweeted it. Like, damn. Shit crazy, man. Shit is crazy. Shit is unbelievable. You know? Dang, I'm trying to think. Who else? Wasn't there like a world leader that died? Oh, shoot. The Queen of England. That happened this year. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, I was no, I was forgetting somebody. But fuck her. Fuck colonizers. We don't care about them. Bro, she was the queen during the empire. The literal, not not just the by name, not the metaphorical empire. empire. The actual British Empire was still actively going when she first became. Well, not first became. She was like maybe two or three years in, five years in. Bro, Kenyans were still getting put in concentration camps when she was put in office. And worse than anything, she married her cousin. She married her cousin. I mean. In the uh, in the British monarchy, that's not that's not too out of the ordinary. In white, in general, in Alabama, that ain't too out of the ordinary. <laughs> that that is very true. In Alabama, it's pretty normal. It's like that shit was crazy. It was like people were talking about it, and then Jeff Bezos tried to get some black woman like, "Oh, this is how you do it." And then the woman was like, "Oh, we got something for you too when you die." I was like, "Hey, yo, <laughs> she right though, but hey, yo." <laughs> You know, shit was wild. That shit was wild. Yeah, 
What a year of people died. You know? I mean, you, you got to give a, a RIP to everybody except the queen fucker. Yeah. Um, things just happen, and it's sad when they do. You never want to see somebody go. Except the queen. But you know what? It, it is it's the circle of life. You know? Actually, I got to give a, a quick shout out to maybe the most influential person to me personally who died this year. Jason David Frank. For those of you who do not know, you may know him by his oh, by man. his better by his name, Tommy Oliver. The Green Ranger. We lost the greatest Ranger of all time. Yeah. Man, rest in peace to the legend, man. This shit, man. And then we finally, even though Chadwick died two years ago, but we finally got the proper goodbye. We, we finally got to say goodbye to him as a whole. Like, because that's the thing. 2020 was, that was just kind of a picturesque of 2020. Like, everybody was having funerals on Zoom. You couldn't be around nobody. You know, people were dying and you couldn't really properly grieve. This was the, this was the goodbye that we didn't get to have in 2020. Was that movie. They, they did, like, a lot of people have issues with it. Fuck y'all. They did it beautifully. That is the perfect way to say goodbye. Perfect. They did it. They didn't uh, pussyfoot around the issue. Right. They got right to it. They didn't make it the whole point of the movie. They made it a big point of the movie, but it wasn't everything. They simply said, this is your goodbye, Chadwick. You deserve it. And you can tell throughout the movie, like, the actors themselves, like, some of those roles were, like, really them venting all of their frustration. They and really felt pain and stuff. So it was cool that they got that chance. It was cool that we as fans got that chance. And more important, the thing I'm wondering is, what would the movie have looked like if, if Chadwick were still alive? That's what I'm. Namor, Namor would have had a would have had another fight. It would have been a much quicker and swifter ass whooping. <laughs> it's like because, uh, no, no, no disrespect to Shuri. Shuri ain't had no trading like that. Yeah, no, she came fresh off anger and, and vibes. Like, she didn't have combat training. She only had weapons training. Yeah. She didn't have combat training. She only had weapons training. So, like, she wasn't... She didn't have no hand-to-hand. Right. She didn't have no hand-to-hand. Just hand-to-gun. She can't be throwing hands nor paws. Right. Only thing she was throwing was grenades and and rockets and stuff. But, yeah. You know? And I'm going to tell y'all what. Lupita Nyong'o, Haiti looks good on her. What's all that movement back there? (laughs) It's like, yo... (laughs) This <laughs> shit crazy, and now she and now we find out Chadwick has a son. At this point, if you ain't seen the movie, it's your own damn fault. She has that's, a son. That's on you. We don't give a fuck about spoilers around here. It's a new damn year. Go see the fucking movie. You know, it's probably not even in the theaters no more. Get on Netflix before they cancel the exchanging of passwords in 2023. Fuck them. Fuck <laughs> them. <laughs> yeah. Now speaking of fucking people. You played yourself. Who are the people that played themselves this year? You know? He made graduation. Shut the fuck up, Kanye. Damn it, Kanye. Every Why can't you just shut up and make good music? No, just shut up at this point. Don't even make music no more. Just shut the fuck up. And enjoy your... Well, you don't have billions anymore because you can't be quiet. Because... <laughs> you, and the thing is, when stuff like this happens, companies that support you want to do everything in their power 
to cover it up and make the public forget. But you doubled and tripled and quadrupled down. Kanye, shut the fuck up. We, there's no way you can blame anything on mental illness anymore. It's like, dog, you keep doing it. A hit dog keep going is going to keep hollering. And he's going to keep hollering a nigger, specifically. And a bunch nigger. of other anti-Semitic shit. Right. And, and, and for all the people out there that think this is some brilliant plan on Kanye's part, what brilliant plan do y'all know <laughs> that has ever lost you money? Well, okay, let me not let me not go there. But please, somebody tell me the angle, please. What plan involves you losing major sponsorships and, and, and partnerships? Well, no, no, no. That that part. I mean, there are people there like freedom fighters who speak the truth and then lose stuff as a result because people don't want the truth. But like when you out here echoing anti-Semitic shit and then people are going to say, hey, this is a this is a ploy by him to get released from his label. No, nigga. Stop giving him off the hook. Stop well, getting him off the are, hook. When you are treating white supremacists like IG thought and flying them out on private jets and meeting with them in national TV and getting on podcasts with them, that is a line that should never be crossed. Right. Like the, the this new dude he's been hanging out with. There's not even no point in saying his name, but like this dude is nasty. Like worse than Candace Owens. You think he out here flying Candace Owens out? I think he did. You think they bumping uglies? I mean, he lost his wife to Pete Davidson. That's gotta hurt. He can't see his kids. That's gotta hurt. That's his fault. We need Donda. We we need we need the ghost of Donda. No, no, that's the other thing. Stop trying to drag that woman up again. She let her rest in peace. This has nothing to do with her. This nigga has lost his living mind. He has lost his natural mind. And at some point, he's got to take accountability. And the people around him got to too, but none of them are going to do it. Because he don't have no real niggas in his circle. Because he drive all the real ones away. He drove all the real ones away years and years ago. Years ago. His wife was probably one of the realest ones in his corner. And ain't nothing real on her body. Not a damn thing. But you can't say Kim K was not supportive. She did not. She rode for hers. You named your daughter a direction. And you named your son a city. Other than Jackson. I, I can't not city. City. Because cities are named after the people. They were people before they were cities. Actually, yeah, but no. Some cities, some cities work, but like Chicago? I mean, I knew a dude in high school named Chicago. Yeah, but it's not even like you go around with a nickname Shy. It's just Chicago. Like Dallas is one thing. Jackson, you know. Would you, would you name your child New Orleans? No, but you know there, there's some Austin out there. There's Houston. Yeah. Houston. Um, That's a last name. I knew I knew a guy. I know a guy named Houston Miller. He was our mascot. You see, these people too Texas for their own good. <laughs> Need to get up out and see the world a little bit. I, I, I mean, like, um, there's Frisco. Yeah, but niggas in San Fran hate that name. <laughs> don't know give a No, actually no, I think it's the other way around. I think they like Frisco and don't like San Fran. Don't like it. either way, you or know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gee, there, there, there's some other one. I'm sure Raleigh. I, 
There's no one else named Raleigh. But me personally, I, I made a thing. I don't trust people with la- with first names that are last names. Like if your first name is Washington or Jackson, can't be trusted. <laughs> I don't trust anyone with two first names. I, yeah, like Jackson Harrison. That that is not a man to be trusted. That probably that is not or a woman or whoever. The only person with two first names I trust is Ricky Bobby. Right. Exactly. Now, for the front. I'm surprised the entertainer that you the first entertainer you said was Kanye I figured with all of the fades that you owe that little leprechaun from Canada he played himself bigger than anybody actually no his father played himself showing up with a bald with a bald fade or with a bald uh, what's it called a bald part how you got a part in your head a bald head with a part is, is crazy that's criminal That that is criminal that is a man that is stealing from his congregation because where you get the time to do that I'm going to beat the brakes off this midget when I run into him again for all y'all listening I hated Tory Lanez before it was cool before Megan was involved I'm not whooping his ass on her behalf I'm whooping his ass on my behalf oh we sliding on that nigga personally sliding on that nigga ain't no talking is on sight he ain't got to go to jail. I just need five minutes. Catch him in the bailiff room. Because <laughs> we going to catch him in court. Everybody getting cases. We all getting cases. Now, that shit is hilarious, though. Like, his father walking out. <laughs> My stepdad hilarious, bro. We were talking about it. It was like, yo, the system is wicked. And then he said, two strikes, wicked, too. <laughs> it's like, bro, nigga knew. He had all of this shit happening. If anybody is supposed to stay in line, it is Tory Lanez, which is not even his real name. Tory Lanez, you're supposed to stay in line. All these people talking about, oh, the black man, and he getting removed from his kid, and he entering into the system. Nigga should have known that when he was out here flying guns around with gun charges already on him, bro. And the thing about all this, he did it to himself. He did it to himself, amen. When this happened... It, it was a big deal for like a week. And then Meg and her team just let this shit go. They charged it to the game. But and he kept he harassing kept them. Talking. He kept talking shit about it. Dog, let that shit go. You got away with it. She and tried to protect you initially. She wouldn't even tell the police that you shot her because she was scared because of everything that was going on in the country with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and black men and unarmed black people getting shot by police and she was thinking that hard in that moment after getting shot by you that she was willing to protect you. And what do you do? You throw her under the bus and look, she was trying, I don't know how she felt about you romantically or whatever well, she was, she was keeping the she was keeping the fact that y'all was fucking on the DL to also protect you, but no! You kept egg- first of all, you kept egging it on with your big ass head. With your, with you your big shot head. her. You, you shot, shot her. her. You don't get to fuck no more. I don't know about you, but for anything, I wouldn't fuck up my chances to be bumping ugly to Meg the Stallion. You are just an idiot. You just fuck up all type of bags. Your, your personal bag. Then you on the risk of getting deported. With your stupid ass. Now you fucking the money up. Now you're really not going to see. Like, it just, it's just stupid stuff. And isn't, you, isn't his real name Daystar? I don't fucking know. Sound like a Pokemon. Real name. I don't care. Sound like a Pokemon, Daystar. <laughs> it's because I like a Pokemon. I choose you. 
Activate Angry Man. Bang, bang, bang. Like, no, no, no. That ain't how this works. No. You shot yourself in the foot, metaphorically speaking. This you shot someone else in the foot. Them too. And, and Kelsey might have done it too. Her ass need to go to jail too with her stupid ass. Why are you pleading the fifth and you got immunity? Who the fuck pleads the fifth when you already got immunity? <laughs> like, you just stupid. You, you could just pled the fifth. You already you pled the fifth. That's the point. You what? got immunity. You don't need to plead the fifth if you got immunity. You can't go to jail. Exactly. You could have just pled the fifth without the immunity. They can't charge you for some shit you didn't say. Right. Double jeopardy is the thing. <laughs> it's like, bro, you're just stupid. Everything about this case was stupid. Everything about this case was stupid. I'm so sick of it. And then of all the people to be laughing at Megan, Emily B, sit your ass down. We all watched Fabulous in 4K tell your dad he was going to kill you all. In 4K. Didn't do shit about it. And you in the comments laughing because of a law and order tune? Like, sit your dumb ass down. Please. Bia? No, we don't support we can't support all black people because some of y'all don't deserve this. Right, shit. right. So, but all skin folk ain't kin folk. That's one thing we learned this year. Whether it's from Kanye or Emily or Candace Owens or any of these other ignorance. You know, even the thing is, Kyrie, I've come around with Kyrie. Like, he, he, he could have gone about some things differently. Sure. I think some people over overdid it a little bit. Um... In, in terms of things, but even Kyrie, bro, like at, at a certain point, him and KD both. Look what happens when you finally shut the fuck up. Now they're on a ten-game winning streak. Second when you place shut in the fuck East. up and do your job. It's amazing what can come from it. Like you just crying, crying the whole summer. You you wouldn't take a vaccine out here talking about it's the mark of the beast and shit and missing games last year and 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 crying. Then then people want to talk about trades because the culture is bad that you created. It's like, bro, like, come on, bro. Like, this, I've never seen a team just step in its own way as much as the Brooklyn Nets. And now, finally, finally, I guess they had the final straw, and we ain't heard a peep out of them. Not a, not a word. They got rid of Steve Nash, and now they shut the fuck up. Like, well, there was a better way to get rid of him if you didn't want him in the first place. But Steve Nash wasn't even an issue. He walked into a burning building. He did. And they was hoping his relationship with KD would help calm the fire. It did not. It did not at all. And then then, then KD had the nerve to backstab him. <laughs> Talking about and Then had the nerve to backtrack. And look, look what the money make of The it fucking goes. nerve. It, it, it's almost like cheating in a way. You know, like you lose him, how you get him? Because Kenny Atkinson was in the building. They got him. They ran him out of town. To get Steve Nash in there, who didn't deserve the job because he had never coached before and he would just been fresh off of his job of being bad at talking about soccer. And to get that job and then run him out of town because you could never get past a certain point. It just shit is crazy. You know? It's funny, look what the money makers bitch do. You know? <laughs> it's like, yo. Oh man, everything about the Nets is ridiculous. But you know who's even worse than, than the Brooklyn Nets? Jimbo Fisher. If you want to talk about somebody that played themselves this year, Jimbo Fisher. First of all, you can't trust a man named Jimbo in 2022. That that's that's first first of all. Secondly, you make the GDP of some small countries. And for you 
to not even halfway develop a quarterback, to go through four of them, you running through quarterbacks like Brittany Renner running through college kids. Like, this shit is crazy. This shit is crazy. And then y'all are horrible. All that shit you was talking in the offseason about Nick Saban and then still didn't actually put nothing out there. And then for you to just get dusted week after week after week. Losing to Appalachian State should, should have been the first sign of trouble. And then it just kept getting worse from there. It was just like, bro, Jimbo Fisher. And, and the thing is, you can't even fire him if you wanted to because that is a generational buyout that he's going to get. Because now... You have to sit there and sit there, sit there, eat your food, and pretend like you knew what you was doing. The whole you have to pretend. You gotta pretend like you ain't just saying what you just said. No, Jimbo had to do it himself. He just had to be a good guy. He just had to be the voice of the people. Jimbo, shut the fuck up. You make too much money. To be so loud and so wrong. So loud and wrong. So loud and wrong. Now, we're going to move on from the negativity. The stories that made you feel good. The stories that made you feel good this year. I'm going to tell you. There's some good ones out there. I ain't happy. Nobody is. I don't think anybody's happier for anybody than the Warriors, man. The Golden State Warriors. I told you on your show. Like, Clay Thompson, the comeback from the, the injury that he came back from and to help the Warriors win their fourth championship you know um, with that dynasty and for them to just run it the way they did just everything they had, the team had gone through in the last two years you just gotta feel happy for Clay Thompson man yeah you there is no there's nothing you can you can dislike about Clay Thompson except for the talk. he doesn't have the great doesn't have the greatest personality he dribbles like a Republican yes but he does his job on the court he hits big shots he has basically his whole career he still gets buckets he's not the defender he once was but he can still be up there's just a lot of things to love about Clay Thompson and you know what after the last two years he's had I am happy to see him back on the grind doing his thing and on the court where all real ball players belong exactly 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 any stories that you saw that made you feel good not just in sports but in life in the world stories we saw in the world alright I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it I'm gonna try not to cry I'm gonna get to it the best story of the year on that Ash Ketchum. He did it. Ash did it, man. He's a Pokemon bastard. Ash Ketchum, man. It took 25 years. 25 years. It took 25 years, but he did it. He he, he got it, man. It, I, I've been through, through the ups and downs when he let Butterfree go. When Charizard stopped listening to him, I was there. When he died? And when he died, he got turned to stone by this psychic cat mouse thingy. I was there. I was there in the theaters. I watched it live. Mewtwo. The fucking goat Mewtwo. And on a serious note, though, I'm happy to see the series that brought me so much joy 
and millions i cannot exaggerate millions of other people across this planet across this floating blue marble the joy that we all felt as a community that our dog finally won one it, it, it's you just feel the monkey lifted off your back like it was you in them trenches and you know what we were in them trenches you know he got the pokeball lifted off his back the proverbial pokeball and probably a few literal pokeballs and now he gets to retire in peace and they get to move on which is great i mean he probably gets to go to the sixth grade he's 10. (laughs) he's 10. for 25 years he's been 10 years old trying to get these damn things Get to the fucking sixth grade. I love it for him. Love it for him. Being in the sixth grade for 25 years, that's tough. That's hard. Or fifth grade or whatever. But yeah. You know? Damn, imagine you've been running after Pokemon for 25 years and then your next move is middle school. Oh, man. You got to pray for him. Keep him in prayer. Well, can't none of the teachers tell me shit. It's not even that. Middle school in general is just tough. That's the adolescent. Middle school. Middle school in general is tough. That bitch is hard. But you know what? When you Pokemon master, what a teacher go tell you? I'm just saying, it is, it is not a Pokemon in the world that can prepare you for middle school, except Mewtwo. Baby. <laughs> I always think Mewtwo can. Yeah, no, yeah. You get to turn the stone at the lunch table when you get fried up. <laughs> when you get Joan on. <laughs> Shit. Freestyles ready. Right. You can't pull the Pokemon out when you get a hand-to-hand combat. Nope. <laughs> we won't fight fair. Second, I catch you. But the second I catch you lacking on the way home, oh yeah, it's thunderbolt up your ass. Exactly. Well, well, well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing that made us feel good this year, Coach K got put out of his misery. <laughs> you know, for ACC fans and people in general, Duke haters around the world unite because we did it. We did it. You know. The University of North Carolina will own this for the rest of their life. It don't matter if they never win another game. They could lose every tournament game from now for the next 10 years. Duke could win a million championships, and they will always hold it over their heads that we beat Coach K and sent him into retirement. It don't matter what Duke does for the rest of the time. You know, gotta it doesn't love it. matter because that's all they're going to talk about. That is all they're going to talk about. You got to love it, though. Got to love it. For them. <laughs> You know, shit crazy. You got to love it for them. But, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's just great. It's a moment. And I'm going to say, so we got to finish it up. Last section. We're going to do the cool stuff. So, lessons learned in 2022. The biggest lesson that I've learned that I try to practice every day, live in the moment live in the right now the future is going to be the future you can only do so much to control it and you know what what happens is going to happen what happened in the past is the past live in the now because the now goes by so fast if you blink too many times you'll miss it and life goes by so fast yeah like i said life is a highway like rascal flat said i don't even know what that means and you know what if you blink, you can't ride it all night long. You know? You know? Most like Brittany Renner. Anyway, um, yeah, for me, I gotta say, God show you everything. Everything. It don't matter. 
Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He may not show it right away. It may not all come at once. But if you ask him to show you something, he will show it to you. And he and it and it'll come right when you need it to come. Cause man, I learned some things this year. And also, everybody can't go where you're going. That goes You can't for, take it you can't take everybody with you. That goes for girlfriends, family members, ex girlfriends, girlfriend, girlfriends, side chicks, all of that. Like you, you can't take everybody with you. Everybody that got your number don't need to call you. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Them the main two things. And with that being said, anything you're looking forward to in 2023? Being less broke. Hey, we love it. We love it. Less broke. You know, less broke. And, and you know what? I'll go ahead and say this. In 2023, I'm looking forward to some domination of the Chargers football. We back, baby. Good we luck coming. Good luck we getting that. healthy. That, that, that white man is back. That white in case man. y'all didn't hear. You know, you know, we love it. White is right. We love it. It's like now. Nah, let me stop. But you, it, 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 it rushed that pass. We, 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 you know, the Marga Hunter on the left is coming back. He's coming back. You know, it would be cool to see him and his brother go at it in the Super Bowl. Imagine Justin Herbert in the Super Bowl. It won't happen, but you know, I mean, just imagine. Damn it. it ain't happening this year. Bullshit. <laughs> we'll see. Actually, no. It might. This year is so wide open. It might. I'm thinking, man. More money, better bitches. Better money. Sorry, no, no. Let me stop. All right. Uh, yeah, no. More money in 2023 and uh, some more opportunities. I got some things in the works. I, I can't tell y'all what yet, but man, I got plans. I'm trying to make shit shake, bro. With my creativity. We, we, we're going to see. We got some things. I got some things I'm already a part of, and I can't tell y'all about that stuff yet. But yeah, with that being said, we are we have reached the end of Play by Play Analysis Podcast, and we've also reached the end of 2022. So just want to tell y'all, if I haven't told y'all already, Happy New Year. See y'all on the other side of 2023. And this year has been the Play by Play Analysis Podcast. Shout out to Jamal for being on it. A lot of damn shows this year. A lot of shows, y'all. He's basically a, a, a guest host now. We have been we have done a lot of ignorant shit together. And if we had more guests, if we had more people watching us, we probably would have been canceled by now. You are absolutely right. But hey, this is why we do the ignorant play by play. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, see y'all in 2023. It's been fun, but we got to get up out of here. So I'm gonna see y'all when I see y'all. Deuces. And we out. <laughs>